Listener Production. Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 13th of May. A much-needed boost for Australia's vaccine supplies as the government attempts to get our bungled rollout back on track. US-based pharmaceutical company Moderna has announced a major deal with the Australian government to provide 25 million doses. 10 million of those will be delivered this year, while the 15 million booster shots will be delivered in 2022. Moderna also revealing discussions are already underway about establishing local manufacturing opportunities. The Therapeutic Goods Administration is yet to approve the Moderna vaccine, which is currently being used across the US and Europe. Meantime, an independent investigation by the World Health Organization has found the COVID-19 pandemic could have been prevented, with the global system too slow to act. Whilst the virus was spreading, information was being hoarded and decisions were delayed whilst waiting on responses to laborious exchanges of official emails. Former New Zealand Prime Minister and panel co-chair Helen Clark is backing calls for a complete overhaul of the current system, with experts claiming if we don't act now, we won't be protected from the next pandemic, which they say could happen at any time. Back home and the Prime Minister is refusing to put a date on when all Australians will be vaccinated or when our international borders will reopen. The government had initially set a target that most Australians would be vaccinated by October. But now Scott Morrison won't confirm any specific timeline. Here is the PM on the ABC. There is an understanding that over the course of this year, the vaccination program will continue to roll out and will reach as many Australians as we possibly can that want to have that vaccine. And, uh, and that progress is achieving at this point in time. Meantime, the opposition leader has hit back at calls the federal budget is a Labor budget. Billions of dollars will be spent on aged care, infrastructure and training for jobs, but gross debt is forecast to rise above a trillion dollars in four years' time. Anthony Albanese has told the project it doesn't set Australia up for the future. It's not a Labor budget because it doesn't increase wages and it doesn't lift living standards. We're going to see a further decline in real wages over the four years of the forward estimates after eight years of wage stagnation. Mr Albanese will deliver his budget reply speech tonight. And it's still all systems go for the July Tokyo Olympics, despite the country recording more than 6,000 daily COVID cases. Japan has now entered its third state of emergency since the start of the pandemic. But Australian Olympic Committee's Strath Gordon says our athletes are ready to go. The message is that the athletes are determined to compete and the Olympic Committee is determined to give them that opportunity. Uh, we, we know that you know some of them may never get this opportunity again. For some, it could be their first games. For some, it might be their last games. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. And we start in Victoria. And genomic testing has confirmed a COVID-positive Melbourne man contracted the virus in hotel quarantine in South Australia. Authorities are scrambling to test thousands of people who attended a number of possible exposure sites across Victoria. 
Our reporter Hannah Sly is in Melbourne with the details. Yeah, that's right. Close contact test results are trickling in after they were at Tier 1 exposure sites. 28 diners and staff from Curry Vault Restaurant in the CBD have been tested. 16 people there already returning negative results. 28 shoppers at Woolies in Epping have been swabbed too. So far, nine have been given the all clear. 40 primary connections are still waiting their results. While contact tracers are also working overtime to get in touch with footy fans who went to the Tigers-Geelong match last Friday after our COVID-positive man caught the train from Craigieburn to the city and back. And it comes as health authorities in SA are now scrambling to get 45 people back into isolation after genomic testing confirmed our latest infection was from Adelaide's hotel quarantine system. Now, this is the 18th breach inside one of the country's quarantine facilities. Epidemiologist Catherine Bennett says there's one big factor that could help see improvements, and it's something we've actually implemented in Melbourne. Everything you do to um, improve ventilation in the rooms themselves, particularly anything that builds what they call a negative pressure, so that keeps the air in the room even when the door is open. It doesn't cause that sort of spill of air out into the corridor. To WA now, and the Health Minister has apologised to the parents of a seven-year-old girl who died at Perth Children's Hospital last month after she waited two hours for treatment in the emergency department. Our reporter, Adam Hemmings, has more from Perth. Tash Ashwarya Ashwath died last month from a bacterial infection commonly known as strep A, despite pleas for help. A reporting to her death has now been released. It's been labelled as confronting and disturbing. It's identified 11 required changes at the hospital, including an improved triage process, better staff training and a review of cultural awareness. Health Minister Roger Cook admits Ashwarya and her parents deserved better. My heart goes out to them. They were let down. They deserved better. We must do better. Now Ashwari's parents have a copy of the report. They're set to speak publicly later today. And to Queensland and the southeast has been lashed by several storms bringing heavy rain and lightning. More than 10,000 homes were left without power. Our Brisbane reporter David Shiraz has more. Good morning, Tash. Well, the skies darkened over Brisbane late yesterday afternoon and while we knew the storm was coming, when it eventually did, it happened quickly. The timing couldn't have been worse either, impacting Brisbane locals' afternoon run home. Peak hour traffic thrown into chaos. Suspended trains, traffic light outages, flash flooding and hour-long delays to commuters. On the Gold Coast, trains were suspended with a scramble to organise alternative transport. Up in Maroochydore, the roof of a Kmart started to leak with heavy rain flooding on through. That store forced to quickly close. We're told the sun is out today offering some reprieve and the chance to assess the damage. Now for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. And Peter, good morning. Tech stocks have fallen hard on inflation concerns and they're set to fall even further with US inflation up again overnight. That's right. US inflation in April came in at 4.2%, the fastest pace in more than 12 years. Now, the economic recovery, the successful vaccination program and supply problems because of the pandemic and oddities such as the Suez Canal blockage has seen timber prices spike 124% and copper is up 36%. Inflation hurts tech stock prices, but central bankers think the inflation is temporary, which is their right, will eventually help tech stocks. 
Now, Peter, mostly overall, the federal government's big spending cash splash budget was well received, but the Labor opposition wants the federal government's future tax cuts targeted to higher income Australians. That's right. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg says the temporary tax rebate for low and middle income earners, which could explain your coming tax cut, might be extended next year, but must be stopped by 2024 to make way for bigger tax cuts, which will help higher income taxpayers who have missed out on the recent tax cuts. But Labor wants these tax cuts for higher income Australians dumped. And Peter Casino Business Crown could see another boost to its share price with a new potential buyer hovering. That's right, Tash. Right now, US company Blackstone and local resort business Star have bids in for Crown, but now US-based Bain, which recently bought Virgin Australia, is said to be interested. Since Crown buyers put in offers, the share price is up 30% in two months. Peter, thank you. Cheers. Now, Brett Thomas and Brett, a massive win for Kevin Walters and his struggling Broncos with a star halfback set to move north. Yes, good morning, Tash. Looks like Adam Reynolds will accept a three-year deal to move from South Sydney to the Broncos. Cronulla gave the uh, the star halfback a deadline of last night to make a decision regarding his future. He has opted, it appears, to move to Brisbane. That's despite the Sharks upping uh, the money that they were going to give Adam Reynolds, who will turn 31 in July. Now, the money he'll be on the Broncos is still pretty good, a reported $750,000 a year. Queensland legend Jonathan Thurston says it's a great pickup for Kevin Walters. Exactly what they need is a halfback and get them around the club, uh, keep them in games, close out games, and he's a premiership winning halfback, a goal kicker uh, as well, so... There's not too many of those going around. They've lost a few of the Broncos over the past couple of seasons. David Fafita going to the Titans, Xavier Coates to the Storm next year. So this is a, a rare win for Kevin Walters as he starts their climb back up the ladder. Yeah, and a former AFL champ, Brent, is urging critics to go easy on the Tigers duo who were involved and injured in a nightclub fight. Yeah, this is former AFL champ Dale Thomas. Uh, says just to back off a little bit when we're talking about Shea Bolton and Daniel Rioli. The pair, of course, are injured during that nightclub brawl uh, after an incident with Rioli's partner. Now, they, the club has cleared them of any wrongdoing. Well, the AFL will look into whether further investigation is needed. Thomas says they should be allowed to go out and enjoy themselves. I just think we need to pump the brakes to some extent. They weren't going out hunting for trouble. They found themselves in a situation they'd like to have over again, I'm sure. They had their time again, like everything... But at some point, you have to live your life. Just in some AFL injury news, Zach Jones had a lot of injuries over his career. He'll be out until late in the season with a quad injury. He suffered uh, at Saints training yesterday. And for the Demons, their promising young ruckman, Luke Jackson, is out this week. He has a broken finger and had surgery. And we love Ash Barty. The Barty party is firing up again, Brett, and she is absolutely sensational and continuing her stunning form on clay courts. Yeah, she's done it again. As you said, uh, she's the queen of clay now. She's uh, into the last 16 of the Italian Open in straight sets, so she'll absolutely going to the French Open as one of the hot favourites. She doesn't think that she should be, although she admits this is some of the best tennis she has played and improved form from when she won the tournament uh, back in 2019. No such luck for John Milburn. He was knocked out in straight sets. Serena Williams out as well. Uh, straight sets, but it was a tiebreak and then 7-5, her first match since February and her 1,000th uh, match on the tour. But at 39 years of age, uh, after a long absence, she was a little bit scratchy at the Italian Open. Brett, thank you. Thanks, Tash. 
And it seems Hollywood superstar Matt Damon is enjoying his life down under. The American actor has called in via Zoom to the US Today show for an interview, as you do, from an Aussie pub. I'm having a beer. The, the, the people at the, at the local pub were nice enough to leave it open uh, just so that I could do this because they've got the best internet connection in this neighbourhood where I am. Love it. Matt Damon is one of many US actors currently in Australia to film the latest Thor movie alongside our very own Chris Hemsworth. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch our latest episode and be across all the breaking news and hot topics as they happen in our brand new talk show, Australia Today with Steve Price, by heading to listener.com or downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.